Just give me the light. Just give me the light. Just give me the light. Just give me the light and pass the joe. What's another buckle of more? Yeah, let me know my sights and I got to know which one is gonna catch my flow. Cause I'm in the vibes and I got my dough. What's another buckle of more? Yeah, them looking up and I got to know. Could I be your protector? You're both in every sector. Every man around them wants on your inspector. But you know, let them trench and I grill you with no lecture. All right, so we're back. A lot of stuff to get into. Yeah, we had a um, major fight this weekend, this past weekend, between uh, Manny Pacquiao and Keith one-time Thurman. Um, so you said you saw the highlights, right? Yeah. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is 40 years old. Uh, he's he a legend. Like, he looked like the younger fighter. <laughs> Right, Keith Thurman is 30, he's coming off a shoulder surgery, I believe, this is like his second fight off of a major surgery on his shoulder, um, <sighs> so I watched it, start to finish, um, man, Pacquiao just, it just looked like Thurman had no way to train for Pacquiao, like he just, it's like he had never seen Pacquiao fight before, that's how bad Pacquiao um, was attacking him. And it wasn't that like Pacquiao beat him to a pulp. Because, I mean, Thurman's a good fighter. And he didn't really... Thurman was never like really in knockout trouble. And Pacquiao was just all over him, man. He just outboxed him the whole fight, really. Yeah, he, he felt faster, but still more under control from what I saw. Yeah, yeah. And he was fighting his fight. Right. That was the thing, and and a lot of times, if the fight is close, but one fighter fought their fight, that's who usually wins the fight. Yeah. I mean, Pacquiao was under control the whole time, and just the aggressor the whole time. Um, uh, I would probably say two or three rounds. I think two rounds. I would say Thurman won outright, and then the rest of them were either okay. really close or Pacquiao I didn't won really outright. Think it was unanimous. The other ten either. rounds to me. Um, I think the judges, one judge had Thurman winning, the other two had Pacquiao winning. Um, it was, it was a good fight though. It was a fun fight to watch. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look unanimous to me. Like some people are saying it should have been. No. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't think it was unanimous. Like I guess I think two Thurman won two by far. And then there was some that were really close. There's something I definitely think could have went either way. I gotta be honest. I could have watched this fight, um, but it, I'm I'm I, I pick my my uh, choices of fights very carefully that I do decide to watch. Mm-hmm. And I after um, I believe it was Horn. Is that right? Yeah. A couple fights ago, maybe like one or two fights. Yeah, it was the fight I, before I, last for Pacquiao. I thought it was over for Pacquiao. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, he looked washed. The thing is, he was beating Horn in the beginning for a long time, oh, bad. But he, and then, like seventh round and on, it's just like Pacquiao just wanted to stop fighting for the rest of the fight. Yeah, and what's crazy is, like, watching some of this, I was like, dude, he looks so fierce, so motivated. Like, he has not looked like that his last couple fights. And, and you know, I, I think in the Horn fight, I really think he thought he had it like in the bag. 
and then he just like took the rest of the night off. Yeah. One round he got beat bad, but the he just wasn't fighting hard. And this from start to finish he fought Thurman hard the whole fight. And I mean that's how Pacquiao used to be, nonstop. One thing is like it's tough being you know he's forty. Yeah, I don't. Th- I'm not gonna say he's ready to rematch Floyd. I need to see a repeat of this performance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before I start clamoring for that. Right. And I, I know anybody gets hot that has any sort of name in boxing now. You got to go after Floyd. I'd almost rather see Thurman Floyd than see Pacquiao and Mayweather right yeah. now. Than Pacquiao. And Floyd I need. Now. I need one more Pacquiao. Then we could. We could really get into uh, the comeback. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's a money grab anyway. Yeah, but it's a good start, man. He, I just, I, I don't think I ever saw him look this good because you know I didn't watch his prime like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, he's never looked better. Honestly, it's been a long time. I mean, some I, of the some of the jabs he was landing, I'm like, dude, he was not throwing these kinds of jabs at this speed in the last couple fights. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Like Thurman would kind of go for him, and Pacquiao's all of a sudden shifted and hit him back. I'm like, damn! Like, that's Pac, man. That's I, mean, I was impressed. He was my favorite fighter. I mean, he's he's my second favorite fighter now, but in his prime, he was always my favorite fighter. I would watch all of Pacquiao's fights, and this by far is one of his best performances to me. I mean, the age plays a little factor, of course, because. Like, if he was 20 and did this, I'd be like, oh, Pacquiao just, he fought all right, yeah. you know? But now, I mean, it was incredible how well he fought. And Thurman, I thought Thurman would be a problem. I really yeah. did. Um, It'd be interesting to see who Pacquiao faces next. I'm assuming they're going to, you know, uh, rush to, to figure out his next opponent. It's interesting to see what Thurman does after this, too. Yeah. He's, he should have. It should have been closer, at least, than it was. I mean, with the eye, of course, the cards is one thing, but watching it, it didn't look that close. Right. And it should have been closer. And you know, um, Thurman got knocked down in the first round. I mean, it's just one of those fights. I would like to see if he bounces back too. Um. Pacquiao got another belt though, man. He this is like his ninth belt. <laughs> hey, man, he's. You can feel how competitive he is when he fights well. Oh, for sure. That's what I love about the top tier guys. They're all yeah. like you just feel how hungry they are to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. Also, man, before that fight, the, the dude Davy Dink. Uh, I don't want to say his name wrong. Um. Uh, let me let me look it up. Uh, Dadashev, yeah, he he was in a fight with a boxer named um, Ugas, and Ugas beat him really, really, really bad. Dadashev left in the eleventh round. Uh, his they threw in the towel. He left and he couldn't stand up. He got got um, taken out of the arena in a stretcher. Then he ended up dying from the injuries that he suffered in the fight, which is clearly is rare. Um, but man, it was it was just a rough story because he was a good fighter, really good fighter. His wife was in Russia, 
They couldn't contact her about the surgery. They couldn't get her there because they knew he was, you know, risking fatal, you know, injuries. There's serious injuries. They couldn't get her to the U.S. in time, but eventually they got her. I think three days later, and then he died the next the next morning. So, uh, definitely just a rest in peace to him, man. To his wife. Um, it just sucks, man. And sports, sports is dangerous. All sports yeah. are dangerous. Yeah, you saw, speaking of dangerous, you saw what happened in baseball the other day? What? Uh, like some some guy hit the ball, and you know, they don't really have the net all the way around the, the you know, the bleachers. Yeah. Or whatever, the fan yeah. base. And some, I think it was some kid that got hit in the eye. Man. And like, I'm pretty, or he got hit in the head or something. It, it was really bad. Yeah, man, this, sports are wild, man. For everybody, <laughs> but um, so yeah, uh, moving on from boxing, that was the biggest event of the weekend. Um, yeah. We're gonna go to our specialty, which is NBA. <laughs> um, Before we get into anything, did you see the press conferences today? <laughs> I didn't watch the press conference, but I saw you know saw some clips. But I didn't. I heard Kawhi was cracking jokes. I didn't listen to the jokes yeah. though. I Were mean, they funny? He was. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, okay. I, I don't know. It wasn't like a, it was a chuckle worthy. He's a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, what stood out to me, man, bro, it, it felt like I was listening to two like old heads talking about the upcoming season between Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah, because they're both like you know, and Kawhi played through his injuries, but he's still coming off like his first year back. Yeah. So he spent a lot of time talking about how, you know, the back-to-backs are going to be, you know, I should be better off to play in those, and, and load management shouldn't be a concern. And I completely forgot that Paul George had surgery on, what was it, both shoulders? Yeah. So, like, he was he's talking about one. his rehab going, well, I'm like, dude, like, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these guys are missing games, like, in the first 10, 15 games of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, I mean, you know, they said this typical shit. I, it felt to me, it felt to me like they didn't want the expectations that come with being on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like you're expected, anytime a superstar goes to the Lakers, you're expected to make a dynasty. Yeah. Now it doesn't always work out. A lot of last, you know, decade, it really hasn't worked out that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's still the expectation with LeBron there, with AD there. Uh, so I completely understand why Kawhi didn't want to go there. Yeah, and I, I think even more, I think LeBron is the biggest problem with the expectation. Yeah. Because everyone just expects people to just play well because LeBron's on the court. And that's not a not fair expectation. Case. No, it's, it's not the case. Is not the case, but people do act like that. Oh, LeBron's here. You guys are good. Not necessarily at all. And not necessarily is everyone happy. So, you know, it is a lot. There's a lot they would have had to deal with in that situation, for sure. Which <laughs> makes it even wilder that they have this head case that is Boogie Cousins there. <laughs> so I'm interested to see what happens with yeah, that. Uh, but it's it's... I like where they're headed. Oh, the Clippers look solid, man. Uh, I completely understand why they're 
for a lot of people the top contender. Mm-hmm. Um, Balmer was super excited. You probably saw that. Yeah. 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 He's a good owner, man. He's done a good job. <laughs> yeah, he has. Since yep. taking over. I like he's like the right amount of ballsy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he takes risks that good GMs have to take. Yeah. Or at least franchises don't don't want to be stuck. And there's so many franchises, and we've talked about it, are stuck. Whether it's good, average, or awful, they're stuck in that. And the Clippers have done a good job. Like, they didn't stick with Lob City, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, if can you imagine if they were still rocking with CP3 and Blake? <laughs> like, it would be embarrassing at this point. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I like that they're adjusting with the, the way the NBA is going. Yeah. And Ballmer gets a lot of credit for that. Yeah, for sure. Him and Jerry. Right, right. Yep. All right. Um, you want to get right into the article? Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, shout out to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Let me get to the beginning here. I just want to see if it says who wrote the article. Because I do, I enjoy stuff like this, man. Even if some of the lists uh, are are pretty ridiculous. And remind me to talk about football before we move on. Oh, we will for sure. Because, my God. Yeah, um, I know. But Tim Tim bon, Bonteps. I'm not good with last names. Anyway, so ESPN uh, took a little survey of 20 uh, executives, coaches, and scouts. Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, some of, this, some of these th- things that they say are hot takes... But you have to take some of this into consideration, considering these are people mm-hmm. who are close to the NBA. Right. So uh, so the first thing they asked them, and it's a number of questions, mm-hmm. uh, who is the best player in the NBA? Mm-hmm. To which uh, Kawhi Leonard was the, the top vote-getter with 12. Yep. Giannis was second place with 6. Uh And Harden got two votes. (laughs) And while I don't agree with Harden as the second, I mean, to be honest, the Greek Freak's not the second best player in the game to me right now. Right. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, there's only so much disrespect I'm willing to give LeBron. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) For him to have less than two votes is definitely way past my threshold of disrespect. At at this point, he doesn't even get a vote? (laughs) You might have got one, right? I would hope. I mean, my God, uh, it's just uh, with the with, because there's because Harden gets two votes. I'm not too upset. Uh huh. You know, if he was getting a ton of votes, I'd be like, eh, this is ridiculous. Between two and seven, between uh, between two and seven for me, yeah. any more than seven, I'd be like, okay, that's a little much. But five, six, I uh, okay. He averaged like 35 points a game this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Kawhi, like you can't argue a guy who just led his team to a championship. He had the best season last year, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna argue with the twelve, but right. yeah, right. Like, there's 
from like a basketball standpoint, he might not be the best player. And and kind of his style of play makes me skeptical. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, like he just he led Toronto to the championship. Mm -hmm. Like I would not, I could not predict before the the playoffs that Toronto was going to be the team that comes out with a title. No, I mean, I don't think anybody did. No. So he's got to get a ton of credit for that. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, who else is there to be on this list, honestly? Uh, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to put Steph? No. You can't put Durant cuz he just got hurt. Right? I-, I would be a little offended if Durant was healthy and not on this list. Yeah. It'll, even it'll be if tough. they which would assume then Kawhi would deserve even more votes cuz then he would out he would have outplayed him. <laughs> Outplayed Durant? Yeah. Assuming oh, if he was that, healthy last year? Yeah, assuming the circumstances didn't change. Like, uh, Toronto still wins a title. <laughs> I don't think anyone on the planet assumes the circumstances wouldn't have changed. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So. Uh, but let's. Yeah, man. That's. I'm, I'm okay with their three. Yeah. I mean. No, man. Only judging off this past year. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's disrespectful. They said. Others also gave strong consideration to LeBron James, although ultimately no one selected him. <laughs> That's crazy. Talk. That's disrespectful. <laughs> it is. Because the thing is, at any given one se- this is why the list is tough. Because any given one season, you could say a lot of people. Gilbert yeah. Arenas was the best player in the league at one season. Was top three. Yeah, 07, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, so... Kawhi didn't play the season before, so really this could only judge off this last season. Yeah. So, uh, judging off one season and Kawhi had the best season, of course. He did. He probably did. I mean, including the playoffs, even though Greek Freak and Harden... These three guys had the best season last year, is my point. Yeah. No one else was close. George would probably be fourth in best season, but, you know, I don't... For some reason, he never gets the respect in, <laughs> in these kind of things, so it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> He's Let's probably go. sick of even reading these because they never give him any credit for stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, in the Clippers, let's go to the next one. What move from the summer did you like the most? <laughs> uh-huh. Clippers with the overwhelming 10 votes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Getting Leonard and Paul George were their acquisitions, obviously. Uh, Jazz getting Bogdanovich and Conley got two votes, mm-hmm. which uh, might as well throw Jeff Green in there, but whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, Pelicans overall offseason got two votes. Neither which... would be for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about this one. Uh-huh. Uh, to me, they kind of... They're just trying stuff. What is what it looks like to me? Yeah, like I to me, it's not like a good GM constructs a team a certain way. Yeah, and uh, a bad GM just tries things and sees if they're gonna work. Mm-hmm. And that's what this feels like to me, because there's there are so many questions I have about the moves they make. Right. Like, they, they traded for all these Lakers players 
and they are they could end up Josh Hart could end up their best Lakers pickup. Josh Hart might be their best player next season. Exactly. <laughs> Just off of that alone, and no disrespect, love Josh Hart. He, he grew up like 20 minutes from me. To, to me, looking at the roster right now, Josh Hart would be my second pick if I was drafting off the roster. Yeah, man, it's just... J.J. Redick, which, like... Trash. What? I don't even know why J.J. Redick signed that deal. <laughs> it doesn't even seem like a good move for him. Yeah, man, it's just weird. And they're they're relying on Zion to be healthy, which honestly looks less and less likely as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he just signed the big, big contract, the shoe deal. Is Holiday moving back to the one, or is Lonzo starting? Dude, Lonzo doesn't fit in any scenario. <laughs> and what position is Ingram playing? Is Ingram playing? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Josh Hart could honestly end up their best Lakers player. Like, you took it. I mean, I wouldn't go to, as far as saying he could be their best player. He might. <laughs> But if he gets the minutes and he gets the shot opportunities, like I'm a lot more, I have a lot more faith in him than I do Lonzo or Ingram. I have more faith in him than I do Zion before I see Zion play. <laughs> right. So it it's crazy to me. Yeah. And the other uh, couple votes went to Josh Richardson and Al Horford to Philly. Trash. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking messy. Looking clogged. <laughs> Yeah. So we're, but we'll see. That's you know. one of my least. That's probably the move I dislike the most. Yeah. Of man. the summer. It's crazy. Yeah. Is this a weird? Okay, we lose the top three shooting guards in the league. Let's just grab Josh Richardson and Al Horford. Like that's such a weird. It's not a good replacement to me. I get it as far as fit. They have that. You know, they had a problem with the fit or whatever, but. Giving Tobias as much as they gave him. Thank you. And doing this is not, no. To me, both giving Tobias and Embiid, or not Embiid, uh, Simmons, the huge deals, it, it shows that you're committing to two players that I still have questions about. Yeah. And I'm not sold on how great can Ben Simmons really be when everybody's giving him space and he's not getting the the opportunities off ball and plus he's not really dominating boards like he can be so it's like am i gonna believe that because i see him hitting jumpers and open run in the summer that he's gonna do that in the season no i don't this, you know why this <laughs> this list is so ridiculous <laughs> who's the who's the name you said was uh that you would be offended if they weren't on the top three player list uh Kawhi or Durant? Durant. Oh, okay, Durant. Yeah. Didn't Durant move somewhere this summer? And and didn't he take a top five point guard with him? I mean, hey, teams see what we see. <laughs> but oh. plus, Durant's not gonna be playing all year, so it's you know. E- either way, it's still the move of the season. It, I mean, <laughs> they didn't get two votes for that. I mean, hey, a lot of people don't like Kyrie now that the Boston thing played out. Well, hold on, hold on. The Nets lost D'Angelo Russell and no one else? 
Um, Damari Carroll. Oh, and Damari Carroll. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no. De- and Jared Dudley, the devastating uh, loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and got three all-stars oh, man. In-, in return. They, they lost one all-star and got two all two perennial all-stars and one borderline all-star. I mean, man, please. They also have a, if not number one, a top three backup guard. Yeah. I, I can't name you two two bench guards that had better seasons than Spencer Dinwiddie outside of Lou Will. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the moves, though, the summer, yeah, I know. The summer moves. I know, but it's just, to me, Durant's injury pushes everything back okay well cancel durant still the only all-star point guard that got moved this summer was Kyrie. i mean on this list conley is you know he's on in the unfortunately in the deandre jordan kind of tier of almost all-stars pretty close but conley is it fits the team he went to he does he does i don't know what Kyrie's gonna look like in brooklyn Uh oh but, but I don't know I don't, what Josh Richardson and no. Al Horford. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. The Nets should definitely be over Josh Richardson and Al Horford and the Pelicans. Oh yeah, that's without question. That's all I'm saying. They should have two votes at least. They got one. <laughs> they got one vote. Yeah. That's Other wild, receiving man. votes. Listen to this. So Brooklyn got a vote. Oklahoma City trading away Paul George and Westbrook got a vote. <laughs> Dude, these last two are trolls. They have to be. <laughs> what? The Oklahoma City thing is crazy in itself, but these last two, I, dude, Chicago signing Thomas Sadaransky is the move of the summer. Is that a joke? <laughs> and this is the last one's even worse. <laughs> Dallas re-signing Dorian Finney-Smith. Wow. Bro, these votes should be invalid. Those that one vote for Chicago and that one vote for Dallas. Okay, no. we're we're off this list. Nonsense. This is, just, this is just trash. What was the worst move of the summer? <sighs> uh, well, the worst move of the summer. I. It's hard for me to disagree with this. These three. Yeah, I can't. I don't think Terry Rozier to Charlotte was the, one of the worst moves. But it's just, but, I, I get the, the logic is you're paying, you paid him a lot and you're still going to be awful. Yeah, if that's all they're going off, but what other choice did they have? They no, needed I mean, a point guard. Who was the backup point guard last year? Nobody it, knows. The coach probably don't even know. They they try to throw out Malik Monk at the one sometimes, which is not a good idea. Right. So in their situation, I'm cool with that because I don't know any other option they had other than to get Terry. They may not have had to give him that much money, but somebody was going to give him money. I mean. I also, while I understand hating Rubio to Phoenix, mm -hmm. because Rubio is not worth $50 million. Mm-hmm. But I do like adding a stable veteran point guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you have all these young guys. Like, like I think Devin Booker will... It'll help his game playing with Rubio. Mm-hmm. I think it'll help guys like Oubre, guys like Aiton. 
Like, Aiden's going to get an extra two layups that he didn't get last year. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I think little things like that put you on the right path. Mm-hmm. Phoenix's overall roster is, you know, pretty awful. Yeah. But to me, similar to what you're saying, who else could they have gotten? Right. They need a they need a point guard. And you yeah. have to have one. You can't, you know, throw out Booker or try to play like a Tyler Eulis or whoever they tried. Like <laughs> you can't do that. Right. And there was only three options and it was D'Angelo Russell, Terry Rozier, and <laughs> Ricky Rubio. <laughs> so I'm shocked. Well, I guess D Loden got traded, so it's a little different. He got signed and traded though. Cause he was That's a free crazy. agent at first. I swear he, to me, from Instagram, him and D Book look like best friends. Yeah, I swear all they do is post shit together. No, but you you heard that they said the Phoenix said they didn't want D'Angelo Russell because he'd be a bad influence on Booker. Oh man, <laughs> you didn't hear that? I didn't. Yeah, they they came out Damn. in a press release and said that even though Booker, what was that two years ago? Him and um. I think it was him and Tyler Tyler Eulis got into a fight at a hotel and jumped some dude. <laughs> hey man, that's that's right there is why I like Rubio's addition. Yeah, because you bring a guy who knows what it is to be in the NBA and some maturity. Play. Yes, you need it. Yeah, for sure. So I, and, yeah, I'm I disagree with the second two, both those. It's but, not that I disagree because again I understand for how many they got though six people Dang. think Rubio was going to Phoenix was trash yeah but, and who is it because like is it on Rubio's part or is it on Phoenix's part that's the I part I think it's just the contracts that people are mad at that's whack because it's like you're paying a lot of money to really not get much better and it's also I think. I think these voters have a, a, a smaller opinion on Rubio and Rogier than we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I give Rubio a lot of props. And I feel like other people probably don't do that. And they must not have seen the playoffs, you know, last year when Rozier was the starting point guard of the Celtics and they went right. to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game right. 7. I mean, you know, whatever. I guess. Um, and then <laughs> Wizards giving up Sadoransky got a vote. <laughs> it must hey man, be the same guy. That that guy really likes Sadoransky. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares where Sadoransky goes, man? Uh, uh, the Knicks off season. I mean, we've talked about it. We really. What yeah, else no. is there to say? I, I, there's no disagreements with that why would marcus more i still it it just makes no sense to me yeah i don't know you're you're you know getting a couple extra mil but to go to such dysfunction yeah like like it's like you don't understand in the long term that dysfunction could be so bad it could fuck up your next like three contracts yeah because you don't get a chance to play because if Taj Gibson's playing well, and he fits with Barrett. You, Bro, they have ten power forwards on the team. Right, and Randall's getting thirty-eight minutes a night. They have Randall, Gibson, Portis, <laughs> Morris. Uh, Knox oh, goes down there God. sometimes. I mean, fucking up Mitchell Robinson too. Yeah, we don't have to talk about the Knicks. 
<laughs> Jimmy Butler to Miami. Who's that's on Miami's part then, right? Because it says Wizards giving up Sadaransky. So that's they're saying the Wizards made the bad decision. Yeah. So this case, they're saying Miami made a bad decision getting Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's crazy to me. For Josh Richardson, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's just, dude, Miami. That that would be on my most liked list. I don't understand that. I mean, it's one guy. What so. team in the league would say, I have Josh Richardson. Hey, we'll give you Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson. <laughs> no one in the league would say no to that. Nobody. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, okay. Russ, Russ, uh, the, the worst move, you mm. know, I don't like it. You know, like, but to say that it's the worst move of the summer is, is ridiculous to me. It is. Most surprising move of the summer. Okay. Uh, uh, I like these three. <laughs> I don't like the third one. First two are good. Horford to but, Philadelphia. I mean, from a surprise point, yeah. But people were more surprised there than Kyrie and Durant teaming up. Well, Kyrie's from Brooklyn. He's from Jersey. I mean, but <laughs> we figured Kyrie was going to New York. But I didn't know he was stealing Durant. And DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, that was a surprise move. But that's cool. I get why these three are there. I don't really get why J.J. Redick is there, but I get the other two. I, th- I think... The contract-wise? It's just the most surprising. Like, like I could have made it some kind of argument that Kyrie could go to Brooklyn. I could make some kind of argument that Durant could have gone to Brooklyn before it happened. Yeah. But to me, there's no way in hell anybody could have been like, yeah, you know what the Sixers need? A, a veteran, smaller center that plays defense, Al oh, Horford. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I would, that would, I'm like, are you joking? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, no. Those two, the top two, were definitely surprises. Yeah. Six and six is, is about right. What are some of the other ones? But Redick? I mean, who cares? It's not, <laughs> it may be a surprise, but I, I just don't know why it matters. Um... Uh, Miritich to Barcelona, that was a surprise. (laughs) Kimba to Boston, that's a surprise. Morris to the... That's what I would have voted for. What? Morris to the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that? Yeah. Nothing about it makes sense. Right, you're right. So frustrating. (laughs) You're right, yeah. And the Durant got a vote. And the financial stuff, I mean, that's... I don't know why that's such a surprise considering they're around that kind of stuff. Right. You would expect the people in the NBA to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Why, did um, you, why didn't the um, Anthony Davis trade make it on the most liked moves? Lakers. Nobody really likes the Lakers, it looks like. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're bugging. <laughs> All right. What's the next list? Uh, Why are teams moving first-round picks more than before? Do we care about that one? No. Prioritizing winning is pretty much the answer. Yeah. To me, the Warriors' other demise? Come on now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, move, I'm moving on. Oh, from my that God. One. They should fucking, they should get back in the lottery in a couple years. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I mean, 
Warriors might still mess around and be in the finals. <laughs> I don't know about finals, but I think they're going to be more competitive than people think. Uh, of course. Like, they're going to be... Like, they'll surprise people and get to the conference finals, and I'd be like, dude, they belong here. No, but I'm saying... That's why I said they might mess around and make it to the finals. Because if they get to the conference finals and Clay is healthy... It's still they can still beat any team just like they, they did before Durant got there. Right. And Durant's not in the West. I'm curious who's playing small forward for him next season. Clay. Oh, you mean if, before Clay comes? Yeah. I don't know. That's we'll gonna see. be tough, man. You got. It's tough to survive a season playing like they can't. They could get away with doing that at center. But they they're not going to get away with doing it at center and small forward next season. Watch Draymond come out starting small forward. <laughs> oh, man. They're, they're going to do something wild, I think, for a small forward or pick somebody up out of nowhere. You know what I, I think they're going to do? Uh, I think they're going to have a crazy hot streak during the year. Of course. I think they're going to have a month where they either go undefeated and Curry <laughs> looks like a god, or they lose like a game or two. That's because Curry is Curry, right? Yeah, that's fair to say. Especially when they get a schedule, when they get that schedule where they play like those teams that f- like don't guard Curry, right? Yeah, which is a like, lot of them. Wizards are one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like any team wizard- CP is on is one of them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get They're that gonna okay. work the thunder this year. OKC, DC, New York. Yeah, and then you could throw in like a decent team that he'll probably cook against too. Yeah. No, I mean Steph. Steph could win MVP next year, and it wouldn't yeah, be could. a shock to me. It wouldn't be a surprise at all, actually. Let's go to this next list. All right, who will, who be, will be conference champions? champions? Yeah. The Lakers don't make a vote? <laughs> the Jazz got a vote? I mean, the Nuggets the got de- two votes? <laughs> the Nuggets are more likely to make it to the conference finals Who than the, the Lakers? this last year? Portland? Portland. Game Did they seven. get worse? Who, the Nuggets? No, Portland. No, they didn't. <laughs> the Nuggets cannot win this conference they can't win the conference. If the team that beat them last year got worse, got better, and nothing else changed, Nuggets nothing. No one changed on the Nuggets, right? They picked Jeremy Grant up. That's it. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, uh, if Porter plays, I mean, if Porter is first team All Rookie, I'll give him maybe. I'll give him one vote, two votes over the Rockets. Nah. And the Lakers and Portland. That's crazy. Is there a world, though? <laughs> the East, I mean, is anybody missing from the East? Um, I mean, no. Right. That's the thing. Like, I, I think there will be surprisingly good teams in the East. Yeah. But it's like, are they contend? Like, Toronto could be just as solid in the regular season but are they contenders no yeah i mean there's other teams that i think could but as far as if i'm betting on a team i'm not betting on any team but the bucks 
Honestly, yeah. I'm not betting on the 76. I think to me, Indiana will probably be a clear cut third. Indiana? Assuming Oladipo's is good to go. Okay. I mean, I, I just don't trust Boston. I'm going to go with Boston. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Boston, but some I don't, just don't trust some of their some of their guys. I'll ride with Boston, and I'll I'll still ride with the Nets before I pick um, anybody but the Bucks. I nah, mean, they got they got Brogdon now. We got some. They got somebody to strap Kyrie. We good. <laughs> Brogdon strap Kyrie <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Compared to what Derek Collison was doing, absolutely. What happens when Brogdon comes out? Who's strapping Dinwiddie? Ah, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Right. Oladipo got to be getting 30 plus every (laughs) night. Yeah. Oladipo, you better be hitting that rehab as hard as you possibly can. Who's starting at the... Oh, um, Joe Harris. He's starting at the two for the Nets. (laughs) Looks like it. Yeah, that's gonna be a mismatch. <laughs> For the shit sure, Kobe, Kobe used to do like they just needed, clear out, just move. Yeah, broken triangle. <laughs> yeah, they they needed to keep Demari Carroll for defensive purposes. Yeah, um, they keep. Uh, they got Torian Prince too. Look, I mean, he's not. Well, yeah, that's a good pickup. A wing defender, but he's you know he could be a bucket. Yeah, he's an underrated pickup. I yeah, I forgot. Kyrie, Torian Prince, and DeAndre, I would pick over everybody but the Bucks. Damn, Philly goes out the window? Out the window. I don't <laughs> think Philly has a chance to be conference champions, honestly. Alright. No, I think they'll find a way to lose for sure. I, they have a chance, <laughs> but I'm confident in my belief that they'll blow it. <laughs> yeah, they, they're probably fourth or fifth in my <laughs> five teams that got a chance. They would be last. I definitely have Indiana and Boston and Brooklyn over them, and the Bucks. Um, title. Wow, the title is way over the top. The Clippers thirteen, like the Clippers have eleven times better chance than everyone else. Yeah, to me, the Bucks should have probably got maybe like three or four of the votes that the Clippers got. Yo, they're really bugging on the Lakers. <laughs> it didn't. I mean, I get it's the same thing as the West, pretty much. But that's just that's wild, man. Bro, they really. There's a guy who believes that the Rockets have a chance of coming out the West before the fucking Lakers do. And the Nuggets. <laughs> the Nuggets got two. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy, man. That's crazy. There's not a soul that thinks, like, maybe the Lakers. Like, I hope there's not a Lakers guy in this survey. (laughs) I would be shit. What if there's a Lakers scout? Like, man, you know, it's not looking good. The Clippers got it, man. (laughs) It's a wrap for L.A. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they talk to every GM except for the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, except for Palenka. That's cool, though. Um, that's an interesting, it's an interesting article. Uh, yeah, good questions. Yeah. I guess, I think to me, the only list I 
pretty much agree with is the best player, and that's like I said, only going off this last season. Yeah, because that's I guess that's all you can go off of. But like I said, any given season, someone can be in the top three best players. We've seen some complete scrubs be top three best players for a year. <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal was up there. <laughs> <laughs> Top power forwards in the league for a year. I'm not going to lie. There was a year I thought Jerry Stackhouse couldn't be stopped. <laughs> right. Dude, I was like, I was like barely even capable of understanding basketball. <laughs> exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? One year, that's cool. But it's. We all know the truth. Right. We all know the truth, man. Um, Real quick. Just, I want to recap my experience at Drew League. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> man, Drew League is exactly how it looks in the clips, dude. It, it is lit. <laughs> it is hype. Um, it's intense. Um, thing is, I, what I didn't know is that not every game has NBA players in it. Some It'll be like an NBA player game. And then it'll be a game of just amateurs, and then it like alternates kind of, I guess because it's like two different brackets. Mm-hmm. But man, I caught Frank Nitty, which is a three-time MVP, and Montrez Harrell on the same team against Trey Young, and Baron, coached by Baron Davis. Man, that was that was an experience, man. Uh, Frank was strapping Trey the first half. Trey was shooting air balls. Just like everyone else has seen Trey have a bad half. You know, the turnovers, the air balls, the losing the ball, the trying to draw fouls that aren't there, that kind of thing. And then second half, (laughs) I think Trey only had two points in the first half. In the second half, he had 29. (laughs) Damn, he figured it out. Yeah, and uh, Frank and Montrez... Both had, I think they both had like 28 or something like that. Um, and uh, they ended up winning, I believe. I think Trey lost. But, man, I was just back and forth. It was just a great game. And then the next day I came, I saw um, Jordan Bell. <laughs> uh, I also caught Brandon Jennings, uh, Gary Payton, the, what is he, the third, second? Second, I'm pretty sure. The second. Sharif O'Neal and um, Shaq's other son's name is... Shakir? I think it's Shakir, yeah. Shaq I-R. Shakir. Yeah. Uh, and that was fun, man. Sharif... Sharif was so dominant there. I mean, I know he's not playing against pros, but... Out of everyone I saw, Sharif was like the most ridiculous. It was just It just didn't look fair. He was so big, so fast, dunked on everybody, jump shots. He was hitting jumpers? Yes, threes. Wow. It didn't matter. <laughs> he was doing everything, crossing people up. I mean, he got stripped sometimes. He was getting trying to get too fancy sometimes, of course. You know, it's a street ball league, basically. Um, but he, he played. he played fantastic, I will say that. And worst performance, <laughs> the worst performance award goes to Brandon Jennings. The go, the go. Yeah, Brandon Jennings, man. I, I mean, can't believe just... it. 
I can't. Why not? It's just he's not playing against NBA players. Like I would understand if like like any like a basic NBA player was guarding him. It was just some dude off the street, and Brandon Jennings can't get a bucket. He's had 50 points in an NBA game, and you can't get a bucket on a dude who's never played college basketball? <laughs> I mean... That's the part I just my, couldn't understand. I mean, that's tough that he couldn't get one at all. <laughs> dude, he was trying to make moves, and the dude would not let him go by at all. Oh, that's Like, tough. you know, Brandon had that, um... That, like, inside-out, behind-the-back he used to do a lot. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe it, dude. And he had so many turnovers. <laughs> I remember when Brandon, I remember Brandon's like Oak Hill highlight tape where he was like, he had the flat top mm-hmm. and he was super fancy. He was like, people were calling him like the new Rondo and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gone. It's completely gone. And this this is where I thought he'd be perfect because it is, it is street ball. They get away with the carries and stuff like that. I was like, okay, you know, this is Brandon's element. No, it's not. Not at all, man. I couldn't, it's just... Any competitive basketball is no longer his element. Damn. <laughs> it was sad. It was sad to watch, but oh well. But it was cool, man. I, I suggest anyone who is in L.A. Um, at any time this summer on the weekend, definitely go check out Drew League, man. Um, get there really early, though. Like, I missed LaMelo's game because I was waiting in line to get in to watch watch the next game, so. It's like that. The line is crazy. Uh, but it was cool, man. Really, really, really cool. Uh, all right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> real quick. How are we on time? Oh, almost an hour. Uh, We're okay. I mean, we don't have that much music. No, no, you're right. Do you, do you have any... Uh, do you think it's important at all that all these NBA guys are backing out of the FIBA games? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it has something to do with what we were talking about last time where, like, these guys are getting more and more fearful of how much basketball they're playing. Mm, Okay. Uh, So that's the big thing to me. It's like, it's not as, as big of a deal as it used to be. Right. You know, because there's so much pressure on all these guys to win win at a high level in the NBA and like I don't know man it's it's tough I get why they're doing it but the fact that it's not as there's not that pride of like I want to play mm-hmm. just because I get to represent my country which is a insanely lit thing to get a chance to do yeah uh and it also creates this kind of stigma of like, oh, the the United States can win with like whoever they throw out there. <laughs> no, they can't. Right. I don't think they can do that at all. Uh, so, but I think I think once Team USA needs to lose a couple years <laughs> before they start yeah, getting tired of losing the big names back. Like, dude, if they lose. You know, FIBA, and then in the Olympics, and then another FIBA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, it's like, whoa, whoa. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Right now, ten players have withdrawn from the team. Yeah, I just saw Kevin Love. Love. Zion did. 
uh, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Damian Lillard, DeRozan, Bradley Beal, Eric Gordon, Tobias Harris, and CJ McCollum. Now, I will say this. Um, the the teams, I mean, the players that are going to new teams, I get them withdrawing. Because, you know, I, if I was D'Angelo Russell, I wouldn't want to be um, in Australia when my team, when I'm on a brand new team. Like, I come back and I've never worked with my team and it's like two weeks before the season starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the guys on new teams, I understand them not going... And they might be moving, too. You know, it's a lot of other stuff that goes along with being on a new team. So, I get that. And that excludes Anthony Davis. And that's it. Everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. I was wondering, like, yo, I don't think anybody else falls into that criteria. Well, Zion and um, D'Angelo Russell hasn't, like, officially withdrawn yet. But they said he might withdraw withdraw from it too and Kimba um and but some of these guys have like Lillard and McCollum have a lot of new guys on the team they just got Powell today yeah they got Powell um Whiteside Baysmore and who am I missing they got someone else uh the guy uh Hizonia Hizonia uh, like I said, Powell, Whiteside, and Baysmore <laughs> are the guys who will be playing a lot of minutes. Which right. playing with Whiteside changes their whole game, their whole offense. So I, my point is, the offseason moves I could understand affecting these guys. That's what I think is doing it. There's so many offseason moves. Love has to play with like a team of all rookies, all between three year players now, basically, which. You know, they're really playing into his game. It should be. So he shouldn't have to worry about it. But Anthony Davis, of course. I get it. It's a whole new world. Eric Gordon, he should be playing. Bradley Beal should be playing. DeRozan should be playing. Tobias, whatever. <laughs> but Yeah, I'm not really... I really need Tobias on the team anyway. Right, that's what I mean. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to need him... Like getting Randall fills the role of Tobias for me. Yeah. Um, but when we're at the point where we're inviting Jalen Brown and Julius Randall, we're in bad shape. Very. And that's what I'm saying. A couple of losing uh, efforts, and we'll be back to normal. Oh, well, it's surely looking like a losing effort this year. Canada's bringing it, Australia's bringing it. I got to think one of the European teams. Slovenia, Spain will still be solid. Yeah, a lot of the Spain guys got to be old now, though. Navarro can't still be bringing it like he was. Pal's done. Always played well. Oh yeah, they have yeah. So I'm I'm confident. Same thing with like, like don't be surprised if I know uh, Argentina's missing a lot of the guys, but like again, another team who has a like a clear cut system. Mm-hmm. With how they play, so I wouldn't be surprised if they create problems. Brazil them. too; they yeah, usually sure. have a squad. Um, yeah, man, it doesn't look too good for us in the FIBA games. That's the point. Um, you know what? I'm more excited. Like, 
the fact that worse uh, NBA players are going, we we'll get to see some of the uh, you know overseas guys that we don't get to see here. Yeah. Like there'll be a more of a highlight on some of the guys that we don't get a chance to see that aren't playing in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good international players out there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So that'd be fun. I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with USA losing. Like you know, it'd be more exciting. <laughs> maybe it I, might be. I, I want to see. Maybe you know. Maybe not in the final. The final would be kind of boring if it's two random you know countries. But uh, yeah, I, I want to see it more competitive, more balanced. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Slovenia might work us this year <laughs> with Luca. Yeah, Dragic is still there, right? Yeah, Dragic Both was like of the MVP of the Euro Championship. Right. Both Both of them are the Bogdanoviches from there. Uh, I don't want to commit to that, but I think so. I remember us playing them on the team. I just don't remember what team it was. Oh, Bosnia. They're Bosnian. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They well, Dragic, one of them is, I believe. Um. Oh, and Serbian. Okay, so Serbia. That's where we played them. Um. So then he had someone else, though. I think another really, another player that comes over here and is just not as fire as he is in the Olympics. Um. But anyway, yeah. It should it should be fun to watch. I hope. I still hope we are competitive. I don't want to see us blown out. But Jalen Brown gonna be getting worked. <laughs> Bro, these these European, these overseas guys, they're gonna draw, get his ass in foul trouble like so quick. <laughs> who who does Russia have now? Dude, I don't know. Alexei Shved's Ma- still Ma- out there. Moscow will probably play. <laughs> yeah, there. How many teams go to FIBA? Dude, I don't know. I need to check. I want to check. Yeah, anyway, I, th- I think it is interesting, the amount of guys backing out. I think it's kind of wild. I don't like it, but, you know, we'll see. We're spoiled. That's the other problem. The NBA players? Yeah. Super spoiled. A lot of the other countries wait their whole lives to play in FIBA. And we're just like, mm, no, I'm good. That's not cool, man. That's whack. But that's U.S. Um, anyway, you want to talk about football, right? The NFL rankings? Yeah. Did you see the running back list? <laughs> I did see the running back list. But let me pull it up just in case. Uh, I mean, just so I can see it again. I mean, I'll keep it simple. The Madden, Madden ratings are kind of disrespectful. Yeah. I didn't I see them. what Aaron Rodgers is, was. He set the record for in throwaways dude i'm not taking seven quarterbacks over aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers was seventh i want to say he was seventh or eighth with like a 90 overall who who did the rankings espn no this is just madden ratings no no the the other rankings though oh it was it wasn't espn it was like the athletic maybe okay the running back list yeah 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 who um who's the top um quarterback on 
I want to say it was Mahomes. Okay. But I think Brady was like a point below him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Mahomes. Mahomes should be first. But it's because he does more. It's not because yeah. he's like necessarily the best. You know, if I'm looking at a video game and it has There's like the different things, categories of stuff. There's a ton of things Mahomes could do that Brady, I don't think, has ever been able to do. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. But if I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, I'm I'm going to take Brady. Of course. Fourth quarter, I'm taking Brady. Right. For sure. No matter the roster, it's a close game, I'm taking Brady. For sure. For sure. Um. See, this isn't the right list. I don't even know how to find that list. But I, I've... I vaguely remember it, so. I, yeah, I wanted to have the names in front of me. Yeah. But, dude, Ezekiel Elliott is not in the top three of running backs? I know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> what? It's really crazy. It was Kamara was first, right? Then Barkley? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Melvin Gordon was on the list? No, thank you. <laughs> What is Melvin Gordon doing uh, holding out, by the way? <laughs> right. For what? <laughs> who, who do you think you are? I've never, outside of last year, he never played a full year with the Chargers because he stayed getting hurt. Yeah. And anytime I watch the Chargers, I never once noticed, oh, wow, they have a pretty good running back. I didn't even know his name until recently. Never. Yeah, and... The crazy thing is, he's like, I'd really like to stay here if they can figure it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they don't care. Yeah, yeah I would have been like, fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, it, Ezekiel's holding out kind of early, mm-hmm. and, and there's been some kind of different perspectives on that. Yeah. But I just got to say, the Cowboys, t- t- the, I understand the reasoning of... You know, Ezekiel's gotten in trouble, like, every six months of his NFL career. Right. But is if there's one franchise in the NFL that ignores dudes that do questionable shit off the field, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Any franchise that's willing to sign Greg Hardy and a couple other names I can't remember that aren't exactly the... <laughs> the most the most well-rounded pros right or the best leaders of teams uh but like if you're gonna if you're willing to sign greg hardy don't tell me that uh ezekiel elliott's behavior is a concern right because he's playing like a top three running back yeah dude there's a strong i would not be surprised if somebody was talking about running backs and put him at number one right I mean, he makes the Cowboys go more than any other running back makes their team go. Yeah, anyone who puts him at first, I'm not arguing. Right, and it's like, you know, Barkley's great, but, like, the Giants are awful. And no matter how great he is, they're going to be awful. Yeah. Uh, You saw Steelers lost Le'Veon Bell, and the guy literally came in and replaced him. And played great. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you can't tell me that, like Zeke has such an impact, and he is 
when you think Cowboys, you think Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about Dak Prescott. I don't give a shit about Amari Cooper. Right. Like, dude, who cares that Jason Witten comes out of retirement? <laughs> <laughs> what is that doesn't mean anything to me. Right. But the fact that Ezekiel Elliott's about to get paid, that's that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, if it was any other franchise, I'd be like, I get it. You don't trust him. You got to see more. But the Cowboys cannot throw that out as an excuse. Uh, here it is. The pro football focus uh, ranks. Alvin Kamara, number one. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Number three, Christian McCaffrey. Number four, Melvin Gordon. Number five, Todd Gurley. Number six, Kareem Hunt. Number seven, Aaron Jones. Number eight, Ezekiel Elliott. Number nine, Tariq Cohen. And ten, James White. Aaron Jones. (laughs) Yo, there's only one Aaron I remember on the Packers. (laughs) Bro, I haven't heard anything good about him last season. Dog, Aaron Jones? Like, what are what am I missing? Because weren't the Packers... Weren't people saying Bell should have went to the Packers to play? Because yeah. they needed a running back? <laughs> <laughs> but he's better than Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> Why do you need a running back? All right. <laughs> Dude, the, it just... I just don't get it, man. Kareem like, Hunt gonna, is better if, than Ezekiel Elliott? And if you're basing it off of, like a season's worth of success. How is uh, Michelle not on the list? Right. The Patriots guy. Cause he was incredible. The entire playoff run. He was great. He was great. I talked about him all the playoffs, all through the playoffs. Right. And it's Aaron Jones. My God. What? <laughs> and Todd Gurley should be, should be high better than six. If Saquon Barkley is second, he should be first in my opinion. Like, if it's like, only Alvin Kamara ahead of him, Barkley, I mean, it's a, it's a weird list. Overall, it's a weird list. Kamara is not number one in my list. No, he's not. He shouldn't be in anyone's list. Number one. Yeah, he, like, to me, to me, the top three that should be unanimous are Barkley, uh, Ezekiel, and uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Well, whatever order you want to put them... <laughs> That's, you know, up for debate. I don't mind having that debate. Right. I but agree. To put Kamara's first and then Aaron, uh, the Packers running back is better than the Cowboys, like, offense. And was McCaffrey, like, that devastating last year? He was, but... Third? Like, yeah, he's not third. <laughs> <laughs> He's not third level devastating. That's what I mean. Was he third level devastating? And they run like they run like basic ass plays for McCaffrey to just rack up yards. Like they right. just, dude, they stayed running screen passes to him. Yeah. Like if you're gonna throw a guy five screen passes a game, he better get you fifty yards or at least forty yards. And I'm not sure. Real quick about Kamara, I'm not sure if he wasn't on the Saints, he would have had the season he had. Dude, I'm not sure if uh, the other guy was on the Saints. Because they were the one-two punch. Who was the other guy? The other back? Ingram. 
Yeah, Ingram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have Mark Ingram, now you have to give Kamara 30 carries, which is not a good look to me. Right. To While me, Ezekiel Elliott carries the Dallas offense by himself. To me, Saquon and Ezekiel should be one and two no matter what. I don't care which yeah. one is one, which one's two, but they're no matter what team they're on, they're still the best running back in the league. One of them. Oh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's wild, man. Over Zeke. Oh, my God. Kareem Hunt, did, he didn't even finish the season last year, right? No. Because of the movie theater incident? Yeah. Yeah, man. You're not, you're not picking someone who didn't even finish the season over Zeke. Which he didn't start the season, but <laughs> still. All right. Uh, did they had they had more rankings than just running back though, right? They had quarterback too. I think they had quarterbacks. Let me see if I can find it. I saw Dak was uh, like seventeenth, <laughs> which which I don't like Dak, but seventeenth. Yes. I don't know if I could pick sixteen quarterbacks before Dak. Let's see, let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Um Tom mm, No. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one as much, but I remember there was a lot of uh Carson Wentz, I want to say was like third. He no, it, it says Carson Wentz left off of Pro Football Focus list. Uh oh. Maybe I'm thinking of something different. Carson Wentz isn't top ten at all? That's wild. Oh, here it is. Uh, Brady, Breeze, Mahomes, Rogers, Luck, Wilson, Ryan, Roethlisberger, Rivers, Mayfield. Matt Ryan is better than Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> and Philip Rivers. <laughs> and Philip Rivers. He had a good I, year. He did. <laughs> H- hold on. After Rogers, run through the list one more time. <laughs> Luck, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, and Baker Mayfield. Uh, this isn't as egregious as the running back list. No, it's not. Cause but I, Wilson to me should be next. He sh- I'll t- I'm taking Russell Wilson before I take Andrew Luck. I agree. But that's like that's not a you know that's not a no brainer like that's I understand if somebody argued for the other side. It's close to a no brainer though. It's close. I, I don't know. Like I don't see <clears throat> Luck as a top five quarterback. I, for some reason, a lot of people do though. I I don't yeah, either, but I a don't. lot of people do. It's very odd to me because. I don't know if they're still running off of their uh, the, his first like three years when he was th- throwing like forty touchdowns. Who luck? Yeah, yeah. But I just don't see. I don't know, man. He just doesn't control the game like an elite quarterback should. I mean, and Russell's a Super Bowl champion. It, yes, it's, and it's Russell just, has it's a long. Carried. It's been a while. It's been a while. But he's but Russell carries has developed into the like the sole source of offense for the Seahawks. He is the sole source. That's like, why I, I say it's pretty close you. to a no-brainer for me. I don't even think I think Colts could get another quarterback and they'd be just as good. Yeah. Not just anybody, but there's a lot of quarterbacks they could exchange and 
Yeah, not Bursette or whoever they had for the the two years that Luck was out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, Another but, starter. Dude, Matt Ryan is not a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> not even top 10? Dude, I know he had an MVP year, but he had an MVP year with probably the one of the best coordinators in the game. Is um, is Dak uh, better than Matt Ryan? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't go that far. Is uh, but Dak is not in my top ten either. Goff. Well, who's eleventh for you? Name me the. Is Brady, Breeze, Mahomes, Rogers, Luck, Wilson, Ryan, Roethlisberger, Rivers, and Mayfield. I'm putting, matter of fact, Ryan, Ryan will come in at 10 in that list. Mayfield is 9? Yeah. Mayfield's the ninth best quarterback in the league? I mean, who else is, I mean, Wentz, but injury, with injuries, it's always weird, because it's like, I don't agree, but injuries do kind of make it weird. Yeah. But if you're, if you're talking about injuries, luck should not be in the top 10. <laughs> right. Like Luck missed Luck missed like what two and a half years of his prime. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean I'll I'll put Wentz at 9 and I'm going to put uh Baker at 10. Then Matt Ryan will come in at 11. <laughs> Shout out Matty Ice, 11th best quarterback. That's wild. <laughs> Dude, to me, to me, a lot of Ryan's numbers get inflated because he plays with, to me, the best receiver in football. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like... Top three, so, for sure. Right. To me, he's number one. I know it, it's hard to think that because the Falcons have been very below average the last like year or two he's he's like how he said saquon and ezekiel is to me whatever order yeah. you put it he's not p- under three by any yeah, means yeah. completely right yeah um baker mayfield's better than cam newton oh yeah oh wow all right that's fair i'm not, I'm not a big fan of cam what about um game <laughs> he's better than Kirk cousins yeah <laughs> No question. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I it's just weird for me to say that that he's tenth, but I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, he could if he takes a step back, there'll be a different conversation to have, especially with how many weapons the Browns have. Is if he takes a step back, he's not top twenty five because <laughs> stop twenty five. Yeah, because of what they got. No, yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. If he's any worse than he was last year, he shouldn't be in the top 15 at all, ever. He should only be better with this, you know, arsenal they gave him. So where is Dak on that list, by the way? He's not on the list. What do you mean? Oh, it's just top 10? Oh, oh this, what I'm looking at just has the top 10. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I think they only did top 10s, because... Okay. The running backs was only top ten, so. Um, I can't get Aaron Jones out of my head now. That's the <laughs> only. That's the only thing I'm be watching on the Packers next season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Jones. I got big big expectations. Right. 
Oh man, that's crazy. Um, I think they did. Did they do receivers too? Ooh, this is interesting. Uh, that'd be cool. I I have not seen it. Let me see. They say that I'm excited about the NFL season. Ranks top ten receivers. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins is number one. <laughs> yes, good pick. Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, um, Adam. How do you say his last name from the Vikings? Thielen. 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 Yeah. Mike Evans, AJ Green, and Devontae Adams. Um. I don't know, man. It's a pretty good list. I mean, Brown is fifth. That's fine. I think Hopkins is super underrated. So, and Hopkins could do it all, and he he makes insane catches. <clears throat> What's crazy is, <clears throat> and this is why Hopkins, to me, is number one, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Hopkins was putting up big numbers. When Houston was playing absolute bombs at quarterback. Right. Like, dude, they played, uh, what's the guy who couldn't throw a touchdown for like four weeks? <laughs> I can't, Savage. Tom Savage. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Like, dude, Hopkins was still putting up 100 plus yards with this quarterback who can't even throw a touchdown. Right. So, it's just, I don't think any of these other guys could do what, what Hopkins did with such awful quarterback play that's fair um but what was uh so jones is second fair michael thomas thomas is pretty crazy odell uh i understand antonio brown just by process of elimination it's hard for me to imagine him as fifth but i understand picking every name before that right keenan allen matter of fact i'd switch obj and brown Okay. I think I think Brown's a little more proven production wise. Odell had a hot two years, and then yeah. he really didn't do anything the last the last two years. Um, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen. Uh, yeah, Adam Thielen's good. Thielen. I, he's he's very good. Yeah, and then uh, Mike Evans, AJ Green, and Devontae Adams. Man, AJ Green was like second three four years ago. He's ninth now. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough playing on the Bengals. Devontae Adams, good. Yeah, he's he's he's. I mean, I I can't think of receivers better, so I'm inclined to agree. I think the only only one people said should have been on Hill was Ty was um Tyreek. Every- Tyreek was his first like real year, and I I still I gotta see more. Yeah, I don't think anyone had any problem with this list. This list didn't have that much controversy. This is a good list. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, all right. Um, Anything else for football? Oh, Odell, stop talking about the Giants. My God. (laughs) Let it go. (laughs) Yeah. That he feels disrespected. Dude, I know they're asking questions. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Stop. You move to a new team. That's it. Mm-hmm. Every Giants question should be answered with, I'm excited about our team here in Cleveland. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. 
my god, you sound so annoying and like such a like a loser, com- like, disrespected. They gave you they gave you an insane contract. You started playing worse. The antics only increased, so they decided to move you. Yep. I don't understand what's disrespectful about that. Yeah, nothing. Whatever. That's it, though. Excited for the season, football season. Um, Real quick about basketball. Well, not really, but you care about Zion signing with Jordan? <clears throat> um, that's cool. Uh, not really. Yeah, me neither. I, I get it. I completely understand. Uh, even though, like I have it, health concerns, but like he's he's already a brand. Yeah. He's just he's just primed to be the face of the league. Yeah. I don't think there's any. I mean, I don't know why anyone cares. Honestly, <laughs> why anyone's surprised or it's a lot of money? Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, biggest. He beat LeBron for the biggest rookie one ever. Yeah. I'm I mean, surprised. Uh, Jordan Brand usually gets like, they don't get like the top guys. <laughs> they didn't this time either. <laughs> well, I mean, like coming in, they usually don't get oh, the, rookies, like, the number you mean? one picks. Yeah. I mean, I think they needed a, needed a dub. They did. Yeah, I think they were looking for a... a but like, Easy one. I just can't picture Zion with the signature shoes. I don't either. Uh, signature shoes like the thing now. Like if you can't, like like who does Jordan Brand have now? They can't even really put out signature shoes. I mean, Mellow. Come on, CP. I used to like CP's shoes. I liked Mellow's. Not to hoop in, but just to like <laughs> rock. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. Who they got now? Kemba, like Jason Tatum. Like I saw, they had the little party, yeah, or whatever, and like Jordan was hanging out with all of them. I'm like, dude, this is the most random list of athletes I I pictured. But Tatum is weird because last year Tatum was the first one with the like the automatic lacing Nikes, and then this year he's at the Jordan party. So I, I, that was confusing to me because I thought he was on Nike. Blake Blake is was kind of their dub. I'll give him that. Yeah, and then he never let out any of his own shoe. He just had all those Superfly. Yeah. The crazy thing is Blake. You remember Blake had the commercial with the Martian? Yeah, yeah. And he's not even in Space Jam. <laughs> That's wild. That's trash. I want to talk about that shit. <laughs> You're not hyped for Space Jam still. Have you seen the videos on the set? Taco Tuesdays? Why does LeBron do that Taco Tuesday thing? I mean, I get oh, the I, why he does Taco Tuesday, but why does he publicize it? Like, why does he make it such a big deal for everybody else? I don't know. It was a little thing with the with his family, the little clip. Yeah. And it just went viral, I guess. Now, they're, now he's, like, getting roasted for it. <laughs> Social media is quick, man. Yeah. Fickle. Vicious. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, I don't even like tacos. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like, I'm particular like I, about mine. Like I've enjoyed certain tacos, but like I never, I've never craved tacos in my life. Oh, I'm with you on that for sure. Like, I know there's people who like when they smoke, they'll be like, man, I could go for some taco. Like, 
Even if I was to smoke, tacos would not come to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it never comes to my mind, it's not good. Like I don't enjoy it. Right. You don't like it that much. It's straight, right. but yeah. This guy got a, a day of the week devoted to tacos. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing? All right. Uh, I'll play your uh, gym for the transition. You want to introduce? You've been talking about him all year. Uh, yeah, man. Great song. Great project. Khalid. Great year. Yeah. All right. I'm in love for bad luck. I'm in love for bad luck. What's up? 
cool, cool. All right. <laughs> we don't have too much music to talk about, so we're gonna run through it. Um, My God, what a what a boring music <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Where you want to start? At least from what I listened to. Um, <clears throat> well, did you listen to Beyonce? I did. You got to talk about it. I didn't. All right. Um, the Gift, I believe it is, right? Yep. Yeah, Lion King, The Gift. Um, <laughs> Beyonce has this, like, hype beast fan base where, like, it just doesn't matter what she puts out. Everyone runs to it and likes it. Um, so I get why people like this because the energy is really cool. Um, it's a lot of Caribbean beats and a lot of features that most people probably haven't heard of before. I know a lot of them, but not everyone does. Um, then she has the mood forever with with Jay Z and um, Childish Gambino. Yeah, we get it. Pharrell's on here a bunch. Um, it's cool. We get it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's not groundbreaking. It's it's not a good album. Some songs are pretty cool to listen to. Uh, but I don't really have a lot like crazy to say about it. Honestly, I listened to it twice. It was cool. Nothing really stuck out to me. My favorite song on the album. Beyonce's not even in um, Keys to the Kingdom with T was Savage and Mr. Easy. That was my favorite song on there. It was different. Uh, that's it, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else to really say about it. It was cool. Kendrick sound good. Um, she didn't really let him get down like that. I mean, he sounded cool, but like, here, I'll, I'll play it. It's not that long. Oh, yeah, no. One time I took a swim and then I, I swam the whole It's only a minute and 47 seconds. So. It made me relax when I came down. I felt liberated like free birds. I'm stimulated now. Plunging away less my body's on top. All of these currents might cost me my life right now. When danger finds me, it follows my ties. Many miles ahead of me, still I'm in stride. She said. Told myself if I dive in it without precaution of a life jacket, then I'll dive in it till I'm exhausted and I'm type like waistline on 4D, senses on 4D, feel like this for me. One time I took a swim and then I I swept the whole way and didn't turn around Man, I swept, it made me relax when I came down I felt liberated like free birds, I'm stimulated now Plunging away lest my body's on top All of these currents might cost me my life right now What danger finds me and follows with tides Many miles ahead of me still I'm in stride That's some good Got the now running through my body Look at my natural, I'm so exotic Talk out the berries, sweet out the fruits Deep are the wounded, deep are the roots New being doused in brown, I'm lounging in it I'm saying the youth, I said I'm drowning in it I'm in the now, deep in the now I 
I'm in denial, deep in denial. That's some love. That's the song. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get around. The rest to of the it album isn't like maybe. that, though. That was like an interlude, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get around to it at some point. I just, I'm not in a rush, you know. Yeah, don't be. Definitely don't be. No one be in a rush for it. It's cool. Like I said, it's different for Beyonce, but whatever. It's one of those whatever. Okay, Beyonce, we see what you're trying to do. It's not. It's not it. <laughs> She's trying a lot though this year. I'll give her credit for that. Hey man, that, yeah, that's that's commendable. Yeah, it doesn't mean I like it, but <laughs> I'll give her credit for trying. All right, what's next? All right, so what did you listen to outside of that? I listened to Nas. And I listened to DJ E. Feezy. <laughs> Let's talk about Nas, because I did listen to it. Okay. You, um, you go first. So, this this felt like something that had been made probably a while back, or a lot of it was made, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I enjoyed it. I had fun listening to this. Honestly, this is what he should have put out after making us wait for however many years it was. Instead of that five-track one? The six-track yeah, instead one? instead of Nazir. Yeah, I agree. This should be Nazir. <laughs> uh, yeah, he should have just, t- you know, just don't title it Lost Tapes so people don't think it's just throwaways. Right. Um, and, and I get that vibe when I listen to this project. It does kind of feel like just random tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is his pocket, man. This is where he sounds best. His production was always kind of simple or boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the star of the show, mm-hmm. and he does that well in this project, man. I think his his bars throughout the whole album are good. Yeah, you know, there, there's some songs I like more than others. Yeah, uh, and. It sounds bad, but I'm not going to go back to it much. But I've never gone back to any of his projects more than once or twice. Yeah. Like, he's just not... He doesn't really have replay value to me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a guy you just kind of deep dive, you know, a couple listens and then move on to the next thing. Uh, But I I thought this is his element, man. I would have liked for him to, to put out more of these kinds of projects rather than making us wait a decade and putting out something below average to borderline awful. Right. Um, but I, besides that, I don't have that much to say about it. So it's, it's a little long. Could have cut maybe like four tracks. It definitely could have cut draw up rap. They could have cut that, burned it. <laughs> uh, Anything they could have did to take that off the album. The last four tracks are mad boring, to be honest. And, and yeah, so that's the first time I listened to it. I thought the beginning was kind of whack, right? The fir- to me, the first time I listened to it, the, up until Royalty, I was like, eh, nah. And then the middle came. I thought the middle was really, really good. And then the end just got... It got a little... The songs are almost too simple. 
and it's too much lyrics like for the whole album and this is where you separate the good rappers and the good artists like if you listen to this it's clear that Nas is an upper echelon rapper like lyrics and storytelling and visualizing and all that he's he's one of the greatest clearly but song making Mm, nah. It's never been his strength. It hasn't. Never. No, it hasn't. Like, what, what J. Cole has been for the last two and a half albums, that's what Nas' entire career was. <laughs> right. But Nas is a more impactful rapper, like, long-term, in my opinion. Right. And by now, I mean, I know this isn't all new stuff, but by now I would think he would, you know, update the his lyrics, like, update his <laughs> verses with a nice hook. Like, okay, I remember making this song. Let's get this hook off of here. Let's get, you know, something else better. And he he didn't do that, which is, I get it. It's cool. He wants to keep the integrity of the lyrics or whatever he's doing. I get it. Um, Some, there's a few songs I didn't think the lyrics really fit the hook. I just think like he had like a beat and a hook already done and he just threw some old lyrics on it, like out the notebook or something, which is fine too. Because his lyrics were still fire. Overall, this is a great lyrical album. Great. And there's not... And what makes this album better is there's not a lot of those out right now. Yeah. It's not... Like, I, when was the last time we reviewed anything that was, like, like, like this, to be honest? Uh, I can't I think anything. The last, I, I listened to uh, Fonte, who was a member of uh, the Foreign Exchange, which was, like, a rap group. Yep, yeah. Uh, and his album was very lyrical and it was only like eight tracks. Some but people have like Fonte is one of those guys like old rap heads like tell people, Oh, he's the best you've never heard. He's like one of yeah, those guys. Yeah. 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 But his his was similar, but that was dude, that was like early twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So but I enjoy, I enjoyed this for what it is, and again I'm not gonna come back to it, but that's not what his music's really made for. Right. Um, you have a favorite track? Uh, <laughs> I didn't like Swiss Beats singing on adult film, mm. but I liked the verses a lot. Yeah, I would that would have been my pick if Swiss Beats wasn't on there. Yeah, so. Uh, but Queen's Wolf I enjoyed a lot. Queen's Wolf was really good. Yeah. It was it bothered me is Queen's Wolf was my favorite track and from the first listen I was like this is my favorite track mm-hmm. and then the last four tracks are so long yeah I was like all right man you could have ended it at Queen's Wolf and I'd be like yes I really liked from Tanasia to Queen's Wolf that was like my favorite yeah. stretch of the album yeah for sure all right you got it. Iggy, what's up? <laughs> oh man, it was a long weekend. <laughs> Are you? I listened to "In My Defense" <laughs> because I promised that I would. Uh huh. Homita. Uh, <laughs> you looking at some of the tracks? <laughs> yeah. Um, th- this album, I mean, it's exactly what you expect. Which is what? It's her, like, she's a poor impersonation of all the top, like, female rappers now. She's trying to get into the stripper she's, rap? 
Yeah, she's like Jermaine Cardi said. B, but worse. She's Megan the Stallion, but worse. Okay. And and to be honest with you, if I was her, and I heard uh, Fever, which was Megan the Stallion's album yeah. from like two months ago, yeah, I would not have put this out. <laughs> Just me. Why did she pile on the garbage by putting Lil Yachty on a song? Believe it or not, that song is one of the better songs on the project. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, crazy. I mean, his verse is pretty bad, but like, you know. Freak. About what you expect. Freak of the Week with Juicy J. And Juicy J should not have been here. Uh-huh. Because he kind of legitimizes this project because he's like a real artist. And <laughs> real artists don't need to be on here. Were the beats crazy? Some of them. Okay. Some of them, but her her lyrics are just, it's hard to listen to for me. Like, Megan the Stallion does everything that she tried to do here better. Uh-huh. It's like, I, it's not, that's not my game. Like, I don't want to listen to that shit all the time. Yeah. So one album of that is enough. I get what you're saying, yeah. For the whole year. I don't need any more. Right. So, we had yeah, City Girls was... last year. We had Meg this year. Yeah, it, it's enough. I got you. Um, Cash Doll. I'm okay with never hearing Cash Doll again. Wow. Okay. Um, it was it was really bad. <laughs> I, uh, her and and her and what's the Saweetie, the one on Big Crits album? Yeah. I'm okay with they if I never hear anything from them again. <laughs> uh, yeah. More so Saweetie than Cash Doll, but. Wow. Yeah, All right. yeah th- this album is, <laughs> is just mediocre as fuck. Uh-huh. And it's... I don't know, man. I just... I try. I got through it once. I tried to get through it a second time. It's like, yeah, I, I'm good. Wow. Can't even make it a second time, folks. It's not bad if, if like, you're looking for that, like, stripper club anthem type sound. Yeah. Like, some of the beats here are f- enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but she just she's really bad to me like her her hooks are so you, you, you honestly you could I, I felt like she was copying lines it was so similar to the other shit oh uh, wow like dude I know Cardi B talks about how fat her ass is I know Megan Thee Stallion does that yeah and got every, every line like every verse and we've seen y'all like we know you right. don't have to tell us again like Iggy, we've seen we've seen it. Like that's the part I don't understand about them telling us over and over and over every album. Like okay, it was it was fat last album. <laughs> like what's changed? And, and there's like this energy in some of her lyrics. Like she put some of these like artists on. It's like stop. What artists? Don't- I mean, she, she inspired this, like, stripper rap. Wow. Like, come on. All right. Who, I'm, who do you think you are? I've heard enough. <laughs> what else did you hear? <laughs> I listened to Willow's. Uh, Willow dropped her album? Yeah, I mean, it's short. Oh, okay. It's a, it's called Willow. Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's eight, eight tracks. Okay. Um, This was... This was weird, man. This was not... And I, I don't really know what I was expecting, but it wasn't what I heard. 
and I kind of enjoyed this this album off of that, just of the fact that, like, it was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of is it a good album? Uh, yes and no. There's a lot of cool sounds here that that I enjoyed, but there's also like she almost has a similar problem to Jaden, where in some of the songs she sounds like too quiet. Uh huh. And it's like tough to hear what she's saying, and it's some songs it kind of works, other songs it doesn't. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lyrics are basic to awful a lot of the time when you can hear it. Uh, and the song with Jaden on here is not very good. After they Which gave you... us that fire? Exactly. That's crazy. Dude, I was... Dude, I that was the first track I ran to. I was like, dude, I have to. Right. Um, like, is this gonna be one of those random, like, every time they collab, it's a hit? Yeah. Uh, that would be insane. And it just... I didn't like it, and then I came back to it when I was listening to the album, and I still didn't like it. Um, and th- yeah, it's just a very weird sound throughout. Uh huh. And I, because it's eight tracks, I would encourage for people to check it out because, again, it's always nice to have your own opinion on it. Yeah. Uh, but is it a great album? No, I don't think it is. Okay. I mean, nobody was really talking about it. I haven't really seen any hype around it, honestly. Right. I haven't even seen Jaden put it on. Usually. You know, I see it on the Explorer or something, anything. Yeah. All right. So, uh, lastly, that's it. That's your last one. I got one more, but I want I want to hear yours first. <laughs> I listened to DJ E Feezy <laughs> called "The Wolf of South Beach." Um, it has some major names on here. Two Chains, Lil Wayne, Meek Mill, French Montana, Kevin Gates, Ace Hood, Rich Homie Kwan, wow. Denzel Curry, Migos, Kent Jones, Kodak Black, Fat Joe, Troy Ave, Jim Jones, Trina, Tank, Twice, wow. Tory Lanez, 3-6 Mafia, Timbaland. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a list. <laughs> This will be in my top five worst albums of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Got straight to it. (laughs) This album was so bad. It was, I can't believe how bad it was. Dude, I listened to it. (laughs) I listened to it like three times trying to figure out if I was just, if I was just hearing something or like if I was just in a bad mood. I like I like three songs on the whole album. Oh, I'm gonna tell you which ones it is, but because I'm playing one as my gym. But man, he had Meek just on the hook, which was just bizarre. Um, Kevin Gates is just not good. <laughs> the <laughs> the one with this, the um the one with Ace Hood was called The Streets Part Two. I don't know where the streets part one is, but it's called part two. And like he has Zoe dollars on here. And like, he tries to showcase Zoe dollars on these songs with the big names. Um, so that was like just trash. Rich homie Kwan, surprise, surprise, trash. Kevin Cosm, 
You remember him from a long time ago? Yes. Trash. Prospect. Oh, no. Trash. The Denzel Curry song was kind of, it was kind of, uh, it was hype, but no. The Migos song was one of the worst Migos songs I've ever heard. Kent Jones was trash. Kodak, surprise, yeah. trash. I can't believe people are still working with him. I, right. I like the Fat Joe. It's a Miami guy, so. Uh, the Fat Joe song was cool. I like the Fat Joe song. Troy Ave song, Lil Roro, Young Lito. Obviously, that's trash. <laughs> Obviously. Jim Jones, trash. Understandable. You know, I don't, I don't need to go any further. Yeah. I got Tory it. Tory Lane's one was even. Oh no, Tory Lane made an appearance on this. He has his own song, the outro. Oh, oh. And I was like, how do you, how does, how do you mess up Tory in the studio? I've never heard someone go wrong with Tory. Oh no. He figured it out, man. DJ Efezi <laughs> figured it out. Yo, he really got all these big names just to put out some garbage. Bro, hold on, hold on. I need to play this. Just the Tory one real quick. <laughs> you know we had to do another one, right? When I heard this... DJ When I heard this part, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fire. Oh, trust me. We got more on the way. Tory. Talk to him. Soon as I pulled up, she put purple in the cup. Roll five in the joint. I was trying to save some. All my niggas in the VIP. We ain't even need ID. Feeling like I'm VIG, yeah. When it's liquor in my cup, though, I don't give a fuck, though. When I leave the club, though, knock it at your front, though. Don't know what it is, though. You know what it was, though. I'm still trying to fuck, though. I'm still trying to fuck, so. Oh. Uh, the whole song is that like twinkle twinkle little star kind of flow thing he did oh, I'm like dude what is this <laughs> two minutes and 19 seconds of that and the beat is fire yeah. for him yeah. man it was disappointing this album is one of the most disappointing albums I've ever heard seriously <sighs> So yeah, man. Shout out to DJ Efezi for ruining for some nonsense. <laughs> yeah, for whatever he was trying to do, man. I right, but uh, the thing is, I do encourage people to hear, just listen to the songs of the artists you want to hear. You don't have to listen to the whole thing, but if you want to hear a certain artist, definitely go listen to it, and you can see how bad your favorite artist can be, because. DJ Efezi figured it out. Figured out how to make him sound bad. He did. Anyway, what's the last one you heard? I listened to. <laughs> honestly, I wasn't even gonna talk about it, but I I want to mention. Uh, French Montana dropped oh, with wow. Max B. Wow. Uh, Coke Wave Four. <laughs> Coke Wave Four. <laughs> That's what it's called. Wow. Yeah. And I gotta say, I would not recommend this to anybody. <laughs> so here we are, our last two but ones. I, but believe it or not, I had fun listening to this. Okay. The the production on here is very uh, it's very island vibes. Oh wow. Uh, a lot of up tempo. Uh, and and Max B sounds okay. And French Montana like doesn't sound awful every time. So uh-huh. that's something positive. 
Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, some, something about these the songs just kind of worked well for me. Like it was fun to listen to. It was is short, which is always a positive with trash artists. How long is it? Nine tracks. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then you know the, the first two are, are pretty bad. Like it's just if you could get through the first two, I think you could have some fun with this project. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah. All right, I'm down. I might like I might peep guilt- that in Willow. It's like a guilty pleasure album for me. All right. Um, before we go any further. I'm going to play my gym. We'll be right back. This is uh, <laughs> of the DJ e album. But this is what you're saying uh, by Lil Wayne. You can't stop greatness. How you going to try to reinvent the game when we invented the game? DJ e the Wolf of South Beach, the album. Hit you with no delay, so what you saying, yo? Yeah. Niggas ain't paying, so I just been laying low. Like Marlon Brando My bitch go commando I'm in commando I hit you with ammo Quick as a Lambo I play with a pussy hole Like flipping channels And my bitches is too live Like Luther Campbell And I spitting this shit though Like I chew tobacco uh, Shimmy, shimmy, I shimmy, yeah I'ma kick a nigga in his mouth MMA I'ma stick the semi in his mouth Kissy face I'ma lose the weight in a drought Ricky Lake I'ma get the white and put it out M and Dre I'ma fuck her sisters and her mom Kimmy Believe 
<laughs> I can I can see he's got that DJ drama quality of talking too much. Exactly. Yeah. When you have Wayne just going nonstop on a song, you can only do so bad. When Wayne's in his bag. Yeah. Um. What else we got to talk about, man? Anything? Dude, this ASAP Rocky situation's getting crazy. It is. It is getting pretty wild. Um. <laughs> he's in good spirits. Like his, you know, they're saying weird stuff about him. But dude, it's crazy how the two guys that were involved that got cleared. Mm-hmm. His like main security guy got cleared. Mm-mm. But he didn't. Like that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we don't really know what's going on, but I, I hope they figure something out. I mean, shit, Trump's getting involved. A little bit. Well, so he says. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds mad stupid. Like, uh, like you could just feel how he's he has like no clue what's going on. Right. Just people close to him, like asking, like you know, uh, a certain MAGA supporter probably hit him up, like, "Yo, man, I got a fellow rapper that needs help." Right. Yeah, man. So. Um, I'm, you know, I hope everything works out. Definitely hope he comes home, um, soon and safe. But you know, I I hear so many conflicting things about the prison he's in. I I mean I. I hear some people say it's deadly. Yeah. And then some people saying it's actually really nice. You know, so. Yeah, I saw something that was like he was eating like an apple a day. Yeah, because nothing else was edible. Yeah. And then I saw one that said he has his own TV. Like, you know, how bad can it they're be? Not, they're not feeding you, but they're giving you TV to watch? Right. That's weird. Yeah, so I'd like to yeah, I don't know, man. get a full... Uh, you know the real story when it's over probably won't be till it's over but um i understand from from the stuff i saw from like the things sweden has said you know they're following what the law is there right so i can't be mad at them for following the law it's not like they're just zeroing in on him because he's a rapper yeah right uh, so all right anything else uh, music-wise, no. What are, what do we got coming up? As far as music, yeah. Um, I just downloaded BJ the Chicago Kids album. I don't know what to expect there. Uh, next week, I don't see. Well, NF still waiting for him, right? Yeah, July twenty-six. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely check that out. Um, Rick Ross announced he's coming two weeks. Chance is coming the 26th. Well, I'll have to listen to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be should be decent coming up. Yeah. We'll have stuff. Trippy, Trippy Red comes out in a few weeks. I might catch that one. <laughs> I won't. You can have that one for sure. That'll be the last one. If it's trash, this is that's be it. his third strike. Yeah, I don't know how many strikes he got already, but he out of there after this one. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's it. <clears throat> Next episode coming soon. Um. Anything else? 
shout out to I started watching uh, Sneaky Pete on Amazon. Okay. I'm uh, eight episodes in. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, acting acting is is really great. Oh, okay. And it's like a it's a story about a con man. It's not like groundbreaking, but it's it's an interesting uh, story and acting. Everybody does a good job, so it, it works. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna start watching that um, new Pennyworth series, like the mm. prequel to Alfred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. All right. Um, throwback of the day. Uh, I don't think he needs an introduction. Everybody knows this. And for those enjoying their summer, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Drums, please! Summertime.
All the kids playing out front, little boys messing around with the girls playing double dutch. While the DJ spinning a tune as the old folks dance at your family reunion. Then six o'clock rolls around. You just finished wiping your car down. It's time to cruise, so you go to the summertime hangout. It looks like a car show. Everybody come looking real fine. Fresh from the barbershop, I'm flopping the beauty salon. Every moment fronting and maxing. Chilling in the car, they spend all day waxing. Leaning to the side, but you can't speed through. Two miles an hour, so everybody sees you. There's an air of love and of happiness. And this is the Fresh Prince's new definition of summer madness.